Blog Talk Radio. Saying to him, Muddy. That's a hard place to be in. Get up out that muddy water. I ain't know. Alright. When you up in that muddy water, fight longer, fight harder, get stronger. Never give up. When you up in that muddy water. Shit and I'm slamming doors. You screaming at me, I'm going deaf. Accusing me, but it's no one else. I take the side, not decide to leave. I need space, I need to breathe. I got friends, you got them too. I cross the line with like one or two. Don't judge me for my honesty. Your past fleas don't bother me. I understand some jealousy, but you killing me when you fail to see. Got prospects, but I'm stuck on you. Pissed off, but I still wanna rub on you. When you walk away, I can't deal with the pride of me. Keep it all concealed. Told you once, and I'ma say it again. Be careful who you call your friend. Making plans for the next one. It's easy, baby. Just think about it and make your next move your best one. You held me down when I was going through it, and I appreciate it with gratitude. I came up and we came up, so you can miss me with that attitude. We making up again, no one's perfect. Take your chances, I hope it's worth it. I'm not sure, but don't get it wrong. Got a house, but I need you to make it a home. I'm busy, girl, I'm on the road a lot. Stop acting like you don't know my plot. Homies calling, they want to hang. Keep telling me it's just a fame. Club hopping, I'll pass on it. My silk sheets need your ass. On it. Don't understand the moose swing. Sometimes you could be a little rude thing. Trying to reach you, I hope you grab. I'm in the ring, but I ain't doing jabs. Don't want to fight, just want to pipe. Don't your head when I kick the
think we're going to pump the brakes right there. Tommy Lynn, Tommy Lynn, you in the building? In the house. Oh, there she is. We had a brief technical difficulty. How you doing? Good day to you. I'm blessed. What's cracking, man? <laughs> Don't sound like you get a rough cut. <laughs> you got to put the positive with the negative and the female with the male, man. Yeah, and then you have the the young male and the young females with the almost positive going up to raise hell. I know what you're saying. Oh, I'm saying with the technical difficulties. See, you don't went way there. I know, I know, but I can't help it. It's just a Pisces thing. It's a beautiful day, and I'm feeling well. Thank you for asking. Uh, give me a second, Tammy. Let me introduce you to our listeners, and and we could get it going. Uh, today okay. we have T- Tammy Lynn joining us And just a brief introduction uh, Tammy Lynn's musical career began in her early childhood Like most of us geniuses, might I say Playing instruments in the church and in various places Led to elementary school projects Playing in the band and singing projects She then started singing in church choirs And singing groups with the Dean Colin Hope Singers they traveled throughout the South in what is known as the Chitlin Circuit. Chitlin yeah. Circuit. Kind of remind me of hog malls and collard greens <laughs> and peaches and stuff, but I'm going to come back to that one in a minute. She then attended mm-hmm. UC Berkeley at an early age in the Upward Mile program for the mentally gifted minors. She then began to play the Congos and explored journalism. And that's where she began her career in Oakland, California, with Soul Beat Television. And then she came to Southern California, continued her independent artistry, working with various clubs in Los Angeles County. Tammy has done volunteer work with the NAACP and the National Association for Equal Justice in America. She was one of the first African-American longshore women in the Los Angeles Long Beach Harbor. Tammy is blessed and enjoy sharing her talent and her gifts. And with that being said, welcome to the show, Tammy Lynn. Thank you so very much. What's uh, right? Such, 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 such a pleasure to have you. So, Tammy, let's start off like this, because I always, you know, like to hear from the artists themselves. Um, let's start from the beginning, Tammy. I mean, I know we just read some things about you, but it's always more exciting and entertaining to hear from you. I know you've been playing and singing a, a long, long time. So what was your first introduction to music? Well, my first introduction to music was hearing Aretha Franklin on the radio riding in my mama's uh, Chevy, 57 Chevy, and pretending that she was my mama and we was crooning, and I learned to mimic her. And uh, I grew up in North Richmond, which is really vitally important, Richmond, California, because in North Richmond, we had a lot of rich heritage, Lamont. And one of the places that I spent a lot of time, because my daddy was a hemp and my mama was a snow. So I spent a lot of time in a place called Minnie Did you say a snow? Well, I didn't want to say snow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> but elementary, she was a business woman. But uh, I spent a lot of time, I was blessed to spend a lot of time in Minnie Lou's, and Minnie Lou's 
had the I mean from Billie Holiday to so many other remarkable artists come through there. And so I spent a lot of time around music at the church. Every one of us had an instrument, and we were all singing. As a matter of fact, I grew up with um, Dorothy Morrison, who was the one, the original voice on Oh Happy Day. So I had a lot of musical experience in Richmond, and uh, when I went to Berkeley, to Cal Berkeley, like you mentioned, I was I started off in, in I believe it was eighth grade in the Upward Bound program, which is a really good enrichment program to help low-income students who are motivated, you know, to do more, and I wanted to do more. So that's really where I started out playing the congas and congos. I even wrote a song about that, the conga congo dance, because it don't matter how you say it, just drop your hips and play it. You know what I mean? Do you be out there driving your hips, dancing, Tammy? Hey, you know what? When my knees was bad, I was still doing the Lamont. I say, oh, I ain't going to be mad at myself, but I was dropping them and doing the conga dance because that's something that it really means a lot to me, you know, because people say, oh, it's not conga, it's conga. But it don't matter how you say it, just drop them hips and put them in rhythm. <laughs> and that's one thing I can say. A lot of us are born with rhythm even before we knew how to categorize it. Oh, yeah, or even really knew what it was. You know, people always are playing on the table or playing on their legs, and, you know, the rhythm will get you in a spot where you want to move. So I love music. You know, I love all types of music. I always have. I used to sing country and western, uh, a lot of Patsy Cline music, and various artists. And so I just I just love music, Lamont. I know some of the things that I read didn't mention uh, anything about your production ability, and I know that you're a producer as well. Yes, I've been blessed to produce television as well as radio, and uh, I produce music. And this is a new venture for me, so what I do is I take it, you know, I take it from ground one because every level that you go to, you're starting at one. So for me, selling music uh, really, you know, is not new selling music, but for myself as an independent artist on the level that I want to be on, it's new. So I welcome all and all help and all of that. So for me, producing television has been all my life. Uh, Like I said, I started off in college. Um, I used to work with VHS at church, you know. And so I got a lot of experience in film and television. That's always been something that I love. And I was blessed to uh, Charles Russell, who is Bill Russell's brother. He and I dated when I was very young, and he did the five on the black hand side, and that was really successful. So I learned a lot about the directing and uh, the writing. So I started, you know, I started to then – community access as far as doing the television. And it was really good for me because I started off way back in the 80s, early 80s with Media One here. But before I came here, I was blessed to work with Soul Beat, which was one of the only African-American television stations in Oakland, California. So it, it was uh, all good, man. I, it, You know, I had a really a good, unique opportunity with them to do a couple shows with them, you know. So do you find do you find producing uh television does that conflict with uh, your musical career or have you been able to to um handle both of them simultaneously? 
Well, in my capacity, when you're an independent artist, you better learn to do what it, uh, you know, you better do what it do, make it do what it do, because you end up writing the track. Like, you know, one of the tracks that I wrote, Chicago Stepping, that's a part of of, of a digital network, which I wrote a, um, it's like a, I guess you would say a digital, it's like a, like a game, like a board game. And I wrote it for Stepping, so I needed music, so by me being blessed to write music, I started writing stepping tracks, and Chicago stepping was one of them because we all know that Chicago is the place to be for the stepping. And uh, so it really has not hindered me. It's really been an enhancement because I can write for a lot of my, I produce a lot. I produce just a show from everything, man, you know, as an independent artist. So it has not hindered me. It's been really a gift. Right. I think we have one of your songs queued up, Tammy Land. Uh, Best is yet to come. So I think we're going to let our listeners put their ears on this right now, and then uh, we'll be back to continue chopping it up with you. Thank you. This is Bet. Best is yet to come, y'all. Tammy Land, y'all let the windows down, turn the air conditioner on, and put your ears on this.
that was the best is yet to come. That reminded me of some ballroom dancing type stuff, Tammy. Oh, yeah, baby. I got to learn how to do that, though. Well, you know what you can do that you already know to do? Is do what you feel, because you know what? I was finna say get out in the middle of the floor in, in, in the middle of everybody so nobody won't see what I'm doing. <laughs> well, see, you might make if you do that if you if you groove to that. See, that's that big dance, and if you groove to that, then you might make it to uh, what is it called, Dancing with the Stars? Mm-hmm. Because that's see. exactly one of those songs, you know, one of those big band songs. That's the the, oh, uh, yeah. the feeling that I get, you know, the Count Basie stuff. That's right. That's right. Jazz. That's right, brother. Yeah. So, so how did you come about that? Was that is that one of your productions well, or? Yes, I wrote that song. I wrote the music and the lyrics, and that song reminded me a lot of a place in the Bay Area that uh, I don't know if it's still there, but I went to a place uh, many years ago, and this guy was saying, "Sister, if you could ever learn jazz, that's an art that you need to learn." And once I, it was called the Dock of the Bay. And once I went there and I sang a jazz piece, I fell in love with jazz. I love Ella, Sarah, all of the great jazz artists, you know. So that piece right there is exactly what you felt, big band, Count Basie, that. That's where my heart is with that. Because we're always told the best is yet to come. That's so very true. That's so very true, and especially in the times that we're living in now, boy, we definitely got to keep that hope in place because we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring us. For the next second, keep hope alive. And, you know, one thing about it is that when you expect the best, you do your best, you know. So it's all good. Did uh, uh, Do you have local musicians playing on that? Yes, I do. I have a team in Burbank that um, I wrote and uh, put it together, and use various musicians when I'm performing art, but uh, performing out. But to record that, I went in the studio and uh, just laid the track down. I love horns. I love, um, you know, I just love the brass section. I love all instruments. But um, in that piece right there, I just felt it was really vital for me to have in my repertoire of music because that's what I'd like to build as a catalog and to have that piece in my jazz repertoire. And definitely, that's a solid, solid, solid thing. Do you find yourself, I mean, do you think you're going to be recording any more of those type songs in the near future? Most definitely. I have recorded them. I just haven't released them. I've recorded a few others. And I write all types of music, so yes, I will be writing more jazz pieces. That's really my heart, jazz. I love uh, I love jazz. Like I said, it's really an infusion of musicians and the inspiration that they feel, and then you put it all together, oh my goodness, it's all good. It's like that piece you was playing from Louisiana. It's like a gumbo. Yeah, well, I I always believed and still believe that music is definitely the the international. You should not international, should I say, the universal language? Yes, healing force, man. The healing force. People, you don't even have to know someone. You can be in another country, and the music comes on, and people will command the same commonalities. 
which is just to enjoy that piece or whatever it is. And so that's the beauty of music is that you have a healing force in it. Hey, that's some powerful stuff, Tammy. And I'm still picturing you standing behind them kungas, a congos, doing your thing. I bet you look real sexy beating on those drums. Well, you know, I do my thing. I thought, you know, they. I used to laugh because at UC Berkeley back in the day, you know, you had people out there doing their snake dance, and they come up out of their clothes, and I'd be giggling. The brothers say, "Hey, sister." <laughs> So I be over there and they say, "Hey, sister, keep it in the pocket. Just pay what I tell you to do." Because I used to try to take off, but I don't profess to be the best, you know, percussionist. But I do know what I do know what the best is, and so that's why, you know, I love the kungas. I kungas, kungas, you know, I love them. And that's what really inspired me to write kunga dance, which is one of the tunes that I wrote. And I incorporate a lot of things that, like the peas roll thing. You know, you can be in Africa, but it's still gonna be the drum. You know. So it's all good, and when we put it together and then we put it with other drums, then we see that we can have a masterpiece. Yeah, we all, we also have another mutual friend that I understand to play kungas or congos. If I wish he was here so I can pop him upside his head. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they say, they say you better be careful what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Careful what you do. <laughs> no, hey, no, I pop him upside his head. I call Tammy and say, Tammy, you know what I just did? <laughs> <laughs> I say Snapchat, Snapchat, Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, but man, it's all good. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a beautiful thing. I'm so glad you was able to join us today. Um, we have this other song lined up. Um, you took. Mama Way, you want to tell us a little bit Uh-oh. about that? <laughs> well, You Took Mama was a way for me to release a lot of anger, a lot of pain, a lot of disappointment. Um, as we age, our parents age. And, um, I, you know, I like to keep peace. And as a part of writing You Took Mama, it was from a broken heart. And one of my siblings made a move that I didn't agree to. And on top of the move that was made, uh, they took mama. <laughs> and I have, been, I have not been able to see my mother. My mother has been kidnapped. <laughs> so what I did so that I could release a lot of anger and a lot of pain is I wrote this song, You Took Mama. And it was kind of, I wrote it, you know, in the studio as a joke. But once we started to record it and I started to add the music to it and everything, I said, hey, this could be a hit. And I tell you, on the radio, that has been a song that has gotten a lot of attention. And, uh, you know, it's just something that, like I said, I, 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 the, the lyrics are true to my heart. And I just put it down like I felt it. Well, with that being said, we're going to run this song. You took Mama away by Miss Tammy Lynn. So y'all know what I like to say. Let the windows <laughs> down, turn on the air conditioning, and put your ears on this.
is your man, J.R. Perry, from Love Drops. Yeah, I'm keeping it locked every Wednesday at I Am Indie, where you get your smooth urban hip-hop independent music, baby. From 2 p.m., hosted by my man, J.D., putting it down. I Am Indie. Check it out. Tammy Lynn, Tammy, that hey, had a little uh, uh, bluesy feeling to that one. Yes, little blues. I was, I was feeling kind of low. <laughs> so to mm-hmm. the studio I go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, hey, I love the blues. You know, and it, it was for me, it was like I said, it was important for me to put it down, you know, what I was feeling at the moment. So what better way to do it than put it on record? Yeah, I know that's right. Did you use the uh, the same crew uh, to produce that one, or you used another crew? Uh, pretty much the same team. Pretty much the same crew. We, you know, we've been writing together. Yeah, we've been writing together for many years, and, you know, I find that if you find something better than what you have, then you slowly integrate it. But if it works, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. In terms of uh, your, your your music uh, taste, what, what what do you find more, more satisfying, you know, uh, blues, jazz, R&B, or do you have a preference? I don't. I just I write children's uh, music. I write children's songs that uh, are very different as well. But all of my songs are very different. Um, I don't have a preference. I just write what comes out of me. Oh Lord, golly, that could be all over the place. You know what, Tammy? Don't get mad at me, but I'd surely okay. be remiss if I don't talk to you about this because you got one character I, I just love to death, and I know we got to do something with Penelope. Uh oh. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> Penelope is I wanna... so cute. I know. I love Penelope. Well, we definitely have to do something with Penelope. And I know our listeners don't know what we're talking about, but could you tell them a little bit about Penelope? Well, Penelope is a singing elephant, and what Penelope's core mission is is to have children just be children and to teach them core values, things like brushing their teeth. She has one song, Brush, Brush, Brush Your Teeth. Surprisingly, a lot of adults went for it. And, uh, you know, things like blow your nose, um, things of manners to say thank you and please, and to just have a common core value of integrity. So what she does is she's an elephant, and she's so cute, um, and she she dances, and she sings. And I mean the dancing is funny. And so she just dances around while she teaches the children or, you know, adults as well, when she's just teaching the value of, you know, let's just get along. One song that she wrote is Pressure. People are putting too much pressure on each other, so she's saying pressure at school, pressure at home, pressure on the job, don't know what to do. 
Well, the way that I deal with it is just throw it up, you know, give it up, pray, and just dance. Just learn to just get along with each other, communicate, and let's just talk. Tammy, uh, there isn't there isn't there a, a YouTube a website where they can go see a little bit of Penelope? Yes, there is a YouTube. Uh, one of my associates put a YouTube video under it. If you put in Tammy Lynn, T-A-M-I-L-Y-N, Penelope, the singing elephant, Penelope, P-E-N-E-L-E-O-P-E, the singing elephant. And it will come up and you'll be able to see. Uh, it's really a 30-minute show. It's one of the television shows that we are going to produce we already have it done on Blu-ray and I believe some other form of media and digital as well. So it's a process of getting her recognized and uh, always looking for ways to share her ideas. Yeah, Penelope is the bomb. And I want everyone to go go, go check you. it out. And if, and if any of you guys don't like Penelope, I want you to uh, call me up personally Give me your address, your city, and your zip code, and your phone number, and, and where y'all work at, and where your kids go to school at, so I can come get your ass. Uh-uh, he's going to send y'all some candy. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, look, like somebody, <laughs> hey, look, like somebody's going to really call and give me all the information <laughs> so I can roll up on them. <laughs> Man, you can't make no wrong calls. You know, I'm vision impaired, and I made a wrong call. The lady's like, you be out for so I'm going to kill you. I'm like, wait a minute, Mama, you ain't got no caller address on there, do you? <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> yeah. No, so, you just, know, it's, just, it's all good, man. We got to learn to lighten up and lighten the load up, you know. I know that's my that's my uh, take on things. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and you're right, because some people take stuff so seriously, but then on the other hand, you almost have to because there's so much craziness in the world. You know, you want to laugh and be jovial and turn lemons into lemonade, but it seems like it's, I don't know, what can I say? Yeah. I'm going to laugh and yeah, be happy you know, anyway. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Do you, because you know that's what's happening, man. You're an independent person, and we've gotten away from independent thought. And that's what's beautiful about the independent artistry is that, you know, you can do you. You know, if you want to do you, you know, you want to laugh, laugh. And that's what I find so enjoyable about this platform uh, that the Lord was able to see fit to give me so I could reach out and stay connected with artists such as yourself because we are independent, you know. And, Great. And, and, and that's it. And I think we're the uh, the foundation of a lot of what goes on out there that, that people listen to. Some give us credit for it and others don't. But we still yeah. are able to get our messages out like, like today. You know, there was once upon a time where we had to tell one person and, and um, that person tells another person. But now with our technology, I mean, we can reach millions in a matter of seconds. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. So I want all y'all million people go over there and listen to Tammy's music and go check out Penelope because I said so. Okay. And when he speaks, yeah. you better listen. That's right. You better because answer. 
side. Yeah, because where I come from, kings don't speak often. They just point. Ha-ha. If he looks with his <laughs> eyes in a direction, you better hope you know what he's thinking. <laughs> exactly, because the spirit, hey, the spirit's going to come next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Or the machete. <laughs> One of them. He ain't trying to feel. <laughs> ain't trying to feel none of that there. Me neither. Me neither. Tammy, so you were saying um, uh, Chicago stepping. Uh, Chicago's. A, I know one thing. I like that caramel popcorn to come out of Chicago. I know that. Oh yeah, man. They have a. Uh, they have so many great things to come out of Chicago. And what I what I was so fondly, I mean, it was intriguing when you see, when you hear about something and then when you're able to see it and feel the vibration of what it does, the magnitude of it, uh, it, it just makes it more special. So the Chicago Stepping came out of uh, being in the environment of Stepping and really seeing how uniform, how people enjoy, how people love the act of it. And, it, it, you know, I went to a place called the Black Cat, which is in Morgan Park, Chicago, and the South Side. And I love the South Side because it reminded me a lot of Richmond, California, and North Richmond, and the rich heritage of music and people. You have uh, the first African-American, uh, Miss Jameson, came from, you know, just on and on, Email Jones, which is a direct hit from, um, you know, President Obama, you have Henry Love. That's where stepping in the name of love, all of that came from. So when I went to Chicago and I was in the environment, time after time, hearing about it and then being in that environment, man, it was like poetry in motion because you see so many people enjoying a common bond. And it was just beautiful. So I, like I said, I wrote a board game. And as a part of it, I started writing the music. And Chicago Stepping was one of the, is one of the songs for the game. Wow, that's powerful. That's only a couple of things that I like is uh, uh, salsa, stepping, and I guess ballroom dancing. Those are some sexy dances to me. Oh yeah, they ain't playing with it, man. Because you got to be on your, you know, your tippy toes, and it's just you know. It's the art of, I guess, when people, you know, a lot of people want to dance, but when a person can dance and then their body is an expression of how they're feeling, it's beautiful, man. You know, and I know it's with a lot of men, you know, and I can speak for myself, you know, because I know a lot of men want to step and they, mm-hmm. they want to salsa, but I guess it's something about that ego they can't seem to put aside and just go learn. And to me, it's just like anything else, you know. It's nothing disrespectful or shameful about going to learn something or have somebody instruct you and teach you to do it. Because when I watch some of these steppers, man, they, they are so um, graceful, and everybody mm-hmm. have their own style. They they take maybe yeah. the basic concept or the basic steps, and then I notice they put their own twist to it. You know what I mean? Yes. And I can't find two or three people that actually step the same. Right. Well, you know what? And that's what the beauty of it is. It's like you said, to take a commonality of it, which is the stepping. And a lot of people, uh, you know, 
they 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 put their own twist to it and they love it and they go out with their mate or they go out stepping and people do it and I I didn't understand it at first but men step with men and women step with women and it becomes a competitive edge but I tell you one thing I saw is I saw love step with two women uh, over in Sacramento and let me tell you them sisters were throwing it down and one was spinning and the other one was coming back and they, it was just man it was something that Men then became interested. They were like, man, how did you do this? And blah, blah, blah. So given the right environment, like you said, where a man can see the good in it and how fun it really is, then it doesn't matter your size. You know, it's just the right instruction and having someone to tell you who knows how to do it. And if you do it correctly because it's not forward, it's side to side. So that takes the whole process of how am I going to go forward and then spin too. So once you have the right instruction, then you begin to love the game, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Tammy, we have Chicago stepping queued up, so we're going to tell our listeners, let the windows down and turn the air conditioner up. And put your ears on this.
I'm over here stepping. I know y'all can't see me. Oh. <laughs> I, I know they couldn't see me, but I'm over here stepping, <laughs> knocking over stuff. Knocking it over. <laughs> yeah. But listen that's to what those you're who just. Be doing. That's right. That's right. For that's those your who just new don't. Intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or I can't step like I want to step yet and stuff ain't moving out of my way. <laughs> what does he practice? Go, 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 keep practicing. But listen, yes. for those who just joined us, uh, we're talking with Miss Tammy Lynn today, vocalist, producer, author, uh, film director, and let me see, um, musician, um, community activist. Uh, help me out, Tammy. Can I throw something else in there? Had to be all of that, you know. Re- you know, hustler. Yeah. <laughs> this hustler. Watch the toilet watcher. <laughs> I'm a hustler, baby. Oh, baby, I do it all. Let me tell you, it ain't no joke. It ain't no like they say in the church. It ain't no secret what God can do. <laughs> Ain't no secret hey, what Tammy Lynn do. Hey, let me ask you a question, Tammy, and, and, and you can tell the truth. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I won't tell him that you told me, but uh, okay. I heard this. I heard this vicious rumor that that this guy <laughs> named Henry know how to step. Oh well, that ain't no lie. That's the well. That's the self-proclaimed number one. <laughs> He's self-proclaimed oh. number one. Him and love all up in the club. Yeah, he can. Let me tell you something. Now, Henry can step. Now, he taught the game to the winner, <laughs> but he taught the game. Let me tell you. But uh, you know, yeah, that ain't no joke. Henry can get down. You, you know, when we get off the show, I'm gonna call him up and tell him he owed me for this shameless plug. Well, you know what though, you know, I've been <laughs> friends before. <laughs> Well, you know, a, a player got to check his trap, so he going to say holla. <laughs> uh, see, I know you from the Bay Area now because you know what to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, make it do what it do. Make it do what it do. <laughs> yeah, you know what it do. Yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit. We have one more song uh, queued up for you, and that's 741 uh, North. Uh, tell us about that. Okay, now this song is 741 North Vermont, and that is 741 North Vermont. If you Google that address, you're going to come up and find out that from now on, you're on a blind date, baby. I am Tammy Lynn. I'm visually impaired, legally blind, and I work as an advocate. Not only do I do the music and all the other things, I work as an advocate for visually impaired people and people with sight to just bridge the gap. And check this out. I found out in Chicago they have $800 million, y'all. $800 million for people who are visually impaired to work through Metro. And I also found out in California they have $600 million through Metro. But the greatest thing that I found out is that most folks ain't getting none of that. <laughs> Wow. They got more blind people sitting on the side of the road, blood digging like Farrah Barnabas or whoever his name is out of the Bible. But the good news is is that 
people who are visually impaired, and I know y'all see it more and more, dropping them white canes. And although I had been successful in a lot of areas, in 2007 I became legally blind. Um, I was taking birth control pills and had a misdiagnosis for glaucoma and had a high eye blood pressure. And they just started uh, high eye pressure, excuse me. And um, the situation that I was in, can't say no names, but, you know, initials came in a, you know, permanent thing. But, uh, you know, went there. And one important thing that I'd like to say to your listeners is there is an estimated 285 million blind people throughout the world. And you have 7 million in the United States. And what they're finding out is that people are losing vision on all sorts of levels, from medication, from diabetes, from sicknesses, from, you know, accidents, all sorts of ways. Some people are born blind. But what is happening is that they have found out that people are yet human, and they want to work, and we want to be active. We want to be out and doing things. We're mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, uncles, and things of that nature. So when you see a person who has a blind stick, you know, don't approach them and grab them. Ask them, may I help you? Just ask, and they'll let you know because most people that you see with the sticks have mobility training because a lot of people wonder, how do you guys know your money, Tam, and how is this? And, you know, I've had sight most of my life, so being visually impaired with the sight that I do have is low, it's poor. So what I do is I have a method that I use my money. I'm like, Ray Charles, give me all singles. I'm going to make it rain, but... <laughs> but um, there's different methods, there's machines. The iPhone is a good tool. It has a camera that will tell you a different, you know, mechanics to the game. So it doesn't stop anything, but a lot of people say you close when you get visually impaired. And so what I'm saying is my heart went out. When I went to 741 North Vermont, and I was doing tons of, you know, tons of business out of the post office before my sight became impaired. And they thought I was drunk or tripping or something because I didn't have a white cane. And I was ashamed. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to bury my sight. I, did, I, I just did not want to let it go. I was still trying to drive, get a man and blah, blah, blah. So I had to realize you're more than your eyes. I had engagements and I could, you know, it was the sun already impairing me, but I really couldn't see. And I was too ashamed to say something because in society, if something's wrong with you, people look at you crazy and they're like, Tam, what's wrong? And I'm like, you know, my vision's here. Come on, you can do it. And I just had to accept the terms and the conditions that, hey, I had to bury that and now this is who I am. I'm no different other than my sight being impaired and I do things differently. Right. And you are right, you know, society is so cruel in certain aspects and and it, it, it has a lot to do with just plain ignorance, you know, and, and people are so quick to be judgmental and they don't understand until they find their feet in those shoes. Right. Well, a lot of, and you know, that's true, and a lot of people, you know, they'll say, I'd rather be dead than to be blind. And that may be true until you learn that you, like you said, it's ignorant because blind people are thriving. I know uh, several blind people that are that have thriving businesses. 
And a lot of people say, you know, Stevie, if I knew Stevie, you think I'd be hustling and bumping my toe and all of this? I did a lot of work out of his station. I advertised my music there, but it wasn't no discount for being blind. But, you know, the thing that I'm finding the mind is that you have to keep it pushing. Right, right. You have to love yourself. That's so true. We got 741 uh, queued up here, so we're going to go ahead and run this, too, because I'm kind of interested in hearing this and letting our listeners hear this, and we can chop it up a little bit more. This is 741 North, y'all, and I hate what you're saying. North Vermont. Let me put that on there, too. 741, thank you. 741 North Vermont. Make me want to go look up that address. Go do it, go do it.
cut that one a little short. Boy, time show fly. Tammy, we got like a minute left to the show, and I want to give you the opportunity to tell everybody where they can go get you, your, your email. You can go get your, my music uh, at iTunes under T-A-M-I-L-Y-N, Tammy Lynn. You can catch me on Facebook at Tammy Lynn's World, T-A-M-I-L-Y-N-S-W-O-R-L-D. You can like my page. And that's where you can just look on the Internet, T-A-M-I-L-Y-N, Tammy Lynn. Thank you so much. Boy, Time show fly fast when you're having a good time. And definitely, we're going to have you come back real, real, real soon with a new song that I heard you doing called I Want to Win, one of our songs. <laughs> and we're going to have, yeah, but I'm just letting you know we didn't forget about it either. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna ha- we're gonna have you back really 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 soon so we can do this again and I want to thank you so so much for taking your time out to come do this and share with us. Thank you. Yes, and for those who joined the show late, um, the the show is available worldwide in like two minutes, so it's no excuse for you not to hear it. You can hear it in its entirety. And uh, go check out my girl, Tammy Lynn, and support her music, you know, because we're all one big family. Love y'all. Thank you very much, Tammy. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye.
see me seeing her, and it's eating her. She's smiling now, cause she can see the G in her. That mean me and her. She like a Lamborghini, I put the key in her. Stepping on them once again. Look at the beat on her. Stiletto, bujetto, all the niggas in the street on her. Be careful when you greeting her. Bury them cockroaches, cause she stamping on them. Don't get it twisted, violate, she pull a weapon on them. Set it on them, better on them. If their bottoms ain't red, I think you need to get it on them. Pronto, make a nigga wanna put her in a condo. Go to the hole like Rondo. <laughs> I get busy, yeah, I know. This for them ladies up in Baker's 9 West with the fly toes. Middle finger gold. 